0: Today is the 8th of April 2020. Welcome to Walking The Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Let me just say each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget you can download the script. Smash the download the script button in the show notes. And you'll get a PDF of today's episode that you can follow along with. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then please follow the link to our giving page through Give, Send, Go. And I want to say thank you to everyone who's given to us so far. And then if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to UK. Again, the link is in the show notes. But we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Though we have known hardship and pain, and though life has not turned out the way we'd hoped, we will stand here and say, God's steadfast love endures forever. Though life becomes more complex, the deepest questions remain unanswered, and the mystery of faith deepens, we will say, God's steadfast love endures forever. And though the pain of the world often seems more than we can bear or address, We stand firm in our faith and say, God's steadfast love endures forever. Amen. Romans 5.10 For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, how much more, being reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? I'm struggling to think of an Easter that has been so different. I don't think I've ever experienced an Easter anything like the one we're experiencing now. And I appreciate it's not every year that we have a global pandemic. But I think that we rely so much on the rhythm of life that actually, when it's gone, it's disruptive and it's bewildering, really bewildering. You know, this Easter is no different. And we're all scrabbling around trying to make sense of it all, we're worried about our friends and our relatives and we're worried about the global situation and everything else in it. We really cannot make sense of it all. Almost like those first disciples, during that week in the run-up to what they thought would be a completely different Passover to the one they experienced. You see, that Passover was a real Passover, not a symbol or a meal, but the Lamb of God sacrificed to save us. Paul tells us that we are reconciled by Jesus' death and saved by his life, his resurrection. And unlike the Passover lamb, Our lamb is alive and well and ruling alongside God the Father. We have life and life in abundance because of what Jesus has done for us. Yes, Easter is going to be very different without the services and the important trappings of our faith. But in the end, it won't be that different from those very first Easters. And I want us to think about the disciples as they remember this coming weekend with all its horrible, glorious moments. And maybe, just maybe, we can understand a little bit more what Jesus has done for us. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about Jesus' discussions with Nicodemus. O God of truth, prepare our minds to hear and heed your holy word. Fill every heart that longs for you with your mysterious presence, Lord. Almighty Father, with your Son and Blessed Spirit, hear our prayer. Teach us to love your truth and seek his freedom everywhere. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version, and today we're reading from John 3. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his father's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born of water and the Spirit, He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can this be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel? But you do not know these things. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness of what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven except he who descended from heaven, even the Son of Man who is in heaven. Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the verdict. That light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that it might be revealed that his deeds have been done in God. After these things Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea. He remained with them there and baptised. John also was baptizing in Anon towards Salem because much water was there and people came and were baptized for John had not been yet put in prison. Then a dispute arose between some of John's disciples and the Jews about ceremonial cleansing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. John answered, A man can receive nothing unless it is given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness of me that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness of what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without measure to him. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things into his hands. He who believes in the Son has eternal life, Who who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remain on him. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. Check your show notes for all the contact details. The links are all in the show notes. Click the links, they will take you to wherever we need to go. Today again, I'd like us to remember Rebecca and Ben in our prayers. But let's pray our prayer for today, shall we? God of mystery and wonder, Because we know the ending of the story, it's tempting for us to ignore the darkness of Good Friday. It's tempting for us to go about our business as usual. It's tempting for us to move too quickly to the dawn of light on Easter morning. But give us courage and strength to live for a while in the darkness, to set aside comfort and pleasure, to feel the darkness in which so many of your children dwell, the darkness into which your Son, Jesus, entered. As we reflect on the frailty of Christ, remind us of the frailty of all life. As we cringe at the suffering of Christ, make us mindful of suffering throughout the world. As we witness the death of Christ, bring us back full circle to the beginning of Lent, to the wisdom of Ash Wednesday, to the awareness of our mortality and the mortality of those we love. Gracious God, deep in the human heart is an unquenchable thirst that life does not end with death. Like a seed that is buried in order to bring forth life, Christ goes to the tomb to usher in new life. We trust, too, that we will be raised to new life in this world here and now, and in the mystery of what lies beyond physical death. Lord, we trust that the whole world will be born anew, that your kingdom is coming as a new heaven and a new earth. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord today. You've been listening to Walking the Way.